Hey, Ruthann. Hey, Troy. We've got ourselves a big pack podcast this week. Big pack podcast? Yeah, we've got plenty of stuff. So check this out. This is what we've got lined up this week. We've got a new segment called Crazy Famous Truck Wrecks. We've got another little thing that I want to start doing. I want to kind of, there's a million trucker songs out there. And I want to kind of do a couple of recommendations. So I'm going to play, I'm not going to play full songs, just a kind of a little introductory thing. I'm going to give them three trucker songs this week. And you tell me if you like those songs. Um, uh, number three, we've got a thing with new inductees into the trucking Industry Leader Hall of Fame. Interesting. Yes. And, of course, you've got two more states with some weird sites to see and visit. Mm-hmm. You know, just we, I'm going to keep comparing it to Michael. In, in the movie Michael where John Travolta, he had to see the big ball of yarn. Um, so you're going to try to find some weird places for truckers to stop. This week is Arizona and Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And of course, you've got the word of the day by Word Genius. I do. And a couple other things. I do. I do a couple of things. And so we will get started. Here we go. Yes, ma'am. Let's take a break. You hate that. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following. New Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team, and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Hey, drivers, are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Thank you. Do you hate that? <laughs> We're back. Hey, check this story out. Are you ready? Ready. At least 12 persons were known dead and 11 injured about 8.51 this morning when a tank truck loaded with propane gas exploded after a collision with a freight truck just below the Red Church near Deer Lake, Pennsylvania. Well. Uh-huh. You know where that's at, right? I do. In Schuylkill County. Um, it says, witnesses said a Blue Mountain jointure, I have no idea why this is jointure, a jointure school bus had stopped to pick up children near the George Herb Farm, located about 100 yards south of the Red Church, which we know where the Red Church is, right on Route mm-hmm. 61. Um, it said it was, uh, 
It was the farm located about 100 yards south of the Red Church, the tanker truck owned by the Sun Gas Market Marketers of Scranton also was stopped. So you got a school bus, he's got his lights on, and then you've got this gas truck behind him, right? And then it says a tractor trailer owned by Branch Loader Express Company of Reading skidded on the wet highway and collided into the rear of the tank truck. All vehicles were traveling north. So it was on the northbound of Route 61, basically coming from like I-78 or Reading, heading north towards Pottsville. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a bus is stopped, a tanker stopped behind them, a trucker rear-ends the, the tank truck. Now, it says, this says that the tank truck had been burning for about 20 minutes before the explosion occurred. Herb said the force of the explosion pushed the tank truck up the highway about 500 feet where the tank was torn away from the chassis and hurtled through the air for another 700 feet before coming to rest in a field near the intersection. Um, now that's far. That is far. Now listen, it, 12 people were killed and 11 others were injured. You know, what's a shame is that, you know, those injured and killed were more than likely all those children on that school bus. Well, we're going to read it. Now listen to this. Um, this happened. I just want to give you, bring you up to date when this happened. I know the beginning of the article said 8.51 this morning. This is an article out of the local paper uh, back home, and this happened in 1959. You believe that? Well, yes, you just told me it. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think it was 1959 at 8.51 in the morning. Um, there's, a, there's a lot that it says here, it says Robert Wessner Molino, whose body was identified at Ludby Funeral Home of Orangeburg this afternoon by his sister. Paul Meyer, 409 South Boulevard Avenue, Pottsville, uh, father of four of uh, uh, children. And it goes on to list all the people that were, were killed in this tragic accident but then it goes on to say things like this it says fragments hurled in the air this is what actually killed people you got to remember the accident happened but the explosion as people were coming up on the accident this is why this is such a famous wreck and i wanted to start with this in my new segments but this happened the accident rather happened i apologize but 20 minutes later is when people got killed from this gigantic explosion. Hmm. It says the force of the explosion plus fragments of metal, like a bomb, mm-hmm. okay, and stone. So fragments of metal and stone hurled into the air are believed to have caused most of the injuries. Jagged pieces of metal from the truck and stones smashed out of the stone wall in front of the church were strewn about the area. So it was just like like a, a grenade of Like shrub. a bomb just went off. Yeah, exactly. It was crazy. Um, let me see here. I'm just trying to read bits and pieces. There's a lot of in, in this um, old article. Ronald Kramer, 30, of Auburn, operator of the school bus following the tank truck, said he was taking high school students to Crisona and was a... It's a little shaded here. He was a little short distance back of the truck when he heard a slight noise and saw the trailer truck, the trailer of the truck, hit the back end of the tank truck. So it must have jackknifed the way it came around. He, he said says, he skidded. Yeah. He said then he, then he said he was, he saw flames shooting from all sides of the gas truck, realizing that the gas truck would likely explode. Kramer said he stopped his bus, um, backed around, and drove through a field um, to Kimmel's and Reddale. He said at the time, traffic was already beginning to move south and uh, became tied up. So he decided to take the longer bus, safer course. He said there were about 40 students on the bus, less than he usually carries on that run, 
another Blue Mountain bus carrying about 45 students was ahead of the gas truck. The driver, Russell Clark of Oregsburg, uh, uh, it says, was sufficiently ahead to continue on Route 122, which is an old route. Mm-hmm. So, what? and there's another article that I read. They, they really said that this bus driver was a hero because he was near the gas tanker. He can hear the gas going coming out, right? And he knew at any minute there's going to be an explosion. So the dude just just mashed on the gas and, and just drove through a field. Just uh, right, and then uh, a few minutes later, the the thing blew up. It probably would have. They said that it would have probably killed everybody on the bus. Yeah, it, w- it would have. It would have. Well, if it already injured all those people because of the explosion it had there, with more like those forty more kids sitting there in the bus, it could have done a, It could have done some serious damages. Yeah, I mean, and again, this is 1959. They just had, I think, in 2019, a memorial and a remembrance of this famous accident. It was crazy. Um, it, 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 I went on to read that there was, uh, because of this accident, and I don't know if I'll get to that, but because of this accident, a lot of safety features were added on to gas tankers. You know what I mean? Like breakaway pipes and stuff, instead of pipes that would just jam into the tank w- upon impact. So this came about a lot of change in the industry, safety changes, this accident. Um, it says several of the bodies were lying in, in the field between the two highways, forming the intersection. Witnesses said bodies and limbs were flying through the air in all directions. Deputy Coroner Dr. Henry S. Wagner of Oregsburg was on the scene shortly after the explosion and began identifying bodies through cards on their persons and by persons on the, on the scene who knew some of them. As quickly as the bodies were tagged, they were removed in ambulances and hearses to the Hefner and Lud Ludby funeral. And that's my family name, Hefner. I don't know if it was part of them or not. I, this was, again, before I was even born. Um, it said uh, they began assembling bodies for f- positive identification. Ambulances from all points in calling distance were summoned to the scene to rush the injured to hospital. Um, crazy. Um, it went on to say that because of the shrapnel that was flying, it actually took down power lines. The, the shrapnel just w- was like a shotgun, they said. It, it went out like that much of a blast, and it blew away power lines. People lost phone and electricity and everything that day. There's some old pictures on this. It was a crazy famous wreck. Um, obviously, nobody's around today. Well, there might be some people that are around today. It was 1959, so obviously there are. I'm sure there is. I mean, yeah. Mom was born in 40. Yeah. It said 11 persons were also injured, five serious, in the fatal propane gas truck explosion Tuesday morning south of Warwicksburg. Admitted to Pottsville Hospital were, and then it goes on, oh, Walter Schneck. I had a good friend with that last name. Um, It goes on to talk about that. It goes on to talk about the hero of the bus. And then when I click over to a couple other articles, there's some blogs where people were talking about it. One guy, Glenn Wolf, writes, "Uh, my brother was one of the victims killed here. He was making milk deliveries and stopped to ask a state cop how to get around. He was heading to Auburn Elementary School. He turned to walk back to his truck and both my brother and the state cop were killed. He said he started to write a book, but he hasn't finished it yet, so maybe we'll watch out for that. Um, Another guy, Greg, writes, so long ago, and I still talk about it to this day, I remember my parents talking about the accident and that they knew one of the people injured, although I don't because um, I wasn't born yet. Another guy wrote, um, my dad was one of the 11 injured hit in the back by the explosion tank. A man next to him was killed. I'll never forget it. Another one said, I was working on the trust company, and some of the male employees went down to the scene and got there a little after the explosion. They were pretty shaken up by the severity of the loss of so many. My neighbor was killed in the explosion. Another person writes, Um, Another person writes, I was a senior in high school that day. My brother, a year older than me, went to the scene. He said it was gruesome. How how horrible was that? And that's from where you and I grew up. 
Yeah, it is. I, I mean, honestly, I didn't even know of it. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's, you know. it's, it's a, f- I heard about it when I was a kid and forgot about it. And then I was, you know, when we were putting this, this thing together, you know, there's, there's some really famous tractor trailer accidents that are like, you know, it's, it's sad, but they really do stand out above a lot of other accidents. And I just wanted to kind of show the severity and, and how much impact a tractor trailer accident can have. And of course, back then, the 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 features of a propane tank were not as safe because you get all, you know you have tanker trucks and and pro you know liquid tank gas rather liquid gas and propane gas trucks that get in accidents and don't explode these days because of the safety features that are built into them. Um, not only that, but I know it's some of them. I mean, it's good that 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 this brought about having this type of of changes. And in the industry, as far as how they they make and how, um, you know, just like some other famous accidents where they they now initiated the ICC bumper. So this um, horrible incident initiated some safety features like you were saying on tanker trucks, on hazardous vehicles, you know, that type of stuff. So I hate when when something horrible has to happen to have a, a, a change, a safety feature or some type of change. Um, done. It's it's you shouldn't have to have something horrible to have something good. But I hundred percent agree with you. It was a sad day for all back then. But you know what? Um, like you said, it. Uh, um, you know, even a lot of tragedies come out, but sometimes good stuff comes out of tragedies. And I'm sure that the features that they've put on tankers since then have probably saved quite a bit of lives. Um, when they were in accidents. So, but anyways, we'll, we'll uh, get to another one on the next podcast. So how about we just move on? Moving on. Moving on. Um, I want to mention, I'm going to pull it up real quick. The, um, I, I seen this earlier and I thought I'm going to bring this up because I thought it was cool who was in it. I seen this article. It says six new members of trucking and industry leader, that there, I'm sorry, six new members inducted into the Trucking and Industry Leader Hall of Fame, and they were named. It says the American Trucking and Industry Leader Hall of Fame will get six new members when the American Truck Historical Society inducts this year's class of honorees. It says an induction ceremony is scheduled for October 25th at the ATHS headquarters in Kansas City, Missouri. Here's who they're going to honor. Ted Rogers. Ted Rogers is the first president of the American Trucking Associations. So he's going to be going in. But check these two guys out. Harry Kent, right, and Edgar Worth. Kent, their last name is Kent and Worth. Harry Kent and Edgar Worth, can you guess who they are? <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it highly suspect? It is highly suspect. They are, of course, the founders of Kenworth, Harry Kent and Edgar Worth. And they will be inducted also. Awesome. That is awesome. It really is. And then Frank Sieberling, he was the founder, or is, probably was, um, of Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. And then last but not least, the founder of Schneider National, right, was Al and Don Schneider. And that's a giant, and they're a good company, Schneider is. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be also inducted into the Trucking and Industry Leader Hall of Fame. That's pretty cool. Well, congratulations, gentlemen. Yes, congratulations from Talk CDL, especially Edgar Kent and what is it? Harry Kent and Edgar Worth. Kent and Worth. That's pretty cool. Kenworth. How do you, you should th- just see his face. He's well, like, I, I he, just just, he, he, I, he keeps making these eyeballs about when he says it. <laughs> I never knew that the word, the word Kenworth came from two last names. So it looks like they took the T out of Kent and just called it Kenworth, which is pretty cool. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, it is. Uh, so anyways, Harry and Edgar. Yeah, it would have been, just imagine if they would have called it Harry Edgar, Edgar Harry, 
That would be a hacker. Hacker. <laughs> how how the hell would you combine them two names? Hacker. It hacker. It'd be a hacker. Hacker. Get me. Moving on. <laughs> After we do that slaughter of the name. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Okay, let's move on for real. Um, but do 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 do. What else do we got here? You know, I seen an article which I was kind of. Um, I think I'm going to save that article. I think I'm going to save it. Um, you know what I wanted to do? I have. He has his, his, I'm, I'm, I'm glancing over at his laptop as he's scrolling and he's so patriotic. He's got red, white, and blue in his notes. <laughs> like some lines are red, some are white. There's well, a couple blue. <laughs> well, tell, tell them what day we're in here recording. Fourth of July. It is. It's Independence Day. We're getting ready before the fireworks. So anyways, um, I'd like, I want to, I want to play my songs. Okay. I've got some really cool songs that I want to recommend to everybody. Okay. And quite frankly, um, these are strictly trucker songs and I'm only going to play like the first 30 seconds to one minute of each song. It's three songs, two really cool songs and one really sad song. And I'm going to start doing this every week. And if you guys like it, I'll do more of it. But this is really, if you're a trucker, if you're a trucker, these songs should really get down into your soul. I mean this sincerely because listen to the words of this stuff and it's super cool. Should I sing with them, Ruth Ann? Um, <laughs> you're like, no. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Would I be ruining the song? Yes. Oh, come on now. I love your voice. Yeah. But. A thing, wailer. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, we interrupt this program. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so we were supposed to give them the three songs. Mm -hmm. And then in further investigation, we found that we can put these songs by the artists on our podcast and then we can end up I guess getting in trouble for copyright crap which I don't feel like doing so we are not going to play the songs but we are going to still recommend songs since the segment started and we we're going to talk about the songs just for like a minute or two I just want to mention the songs we have three songs and um one is by Johnny Cash, the other is by David Dudley, and the other is by Red Sovine. What if it's Sovine or Sovine? How would you pronounce that? S-O-V-I-N-E. Sovine? Sovine. 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 Anyways, um, your favorite was Johnny Cash. Yeah, I liked the Johnny Cash one. You liked the Johnny Cash one? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find it here. Oh, there it is right there. Um, so I just wanted to mention there was a part in this song, and these are trucker songs. Every song that we're recommending is for truckers. I mean, anybody can listen to it. But there is a part in this, mo in this movie, in this song that Ruth Ann really likes. I wanted to kind of read it, just read the lyrics to you. Johnny says, I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Mattawa, La Paloma, Banger, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Baranaquilla, and Padilla. I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Cross the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled... I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. That's your favorite. Yes. So anyways, you know, it's funny because I liked the, you know, it was a kind of a unique way Johnny put this, if Johnny wrote it, I don't know if he wrote it, but the way they put this together. And then the, there's another verse where he names another crap load of cities, Boston, Charleston, Dayton, Louisiana, Washington. You know, he goes on to name another big um, pack of cities and, and states which is pretty cool. It's like a real true trucker song. I mean, literally, because if you're an over-the-road driver and you listen to the words of this song and you've been running the road, like I call a, a real road dog, mm -hmm. you've been to every one of these cities he mentions. More than likely, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I've been to just about everywhere he named. So, anyways, that's your favorite. And uh, moving on to number two. Number two is actually my favorite. Mm -hmm. I'm saving number three last because number three is a little odd. But my favorite was by David Dudley. 
And that song was called Six Days Six Days on the Road. He said, Six Days on the Road, and I'm going to make it home tonight. You know that song, right? And you said you liked it, but not as much as Johnny. Right. I'm going to, here's the lyrics to the first part. He says, Well, I pulled out of Pittsburgh, I'm rolling down the Eastern Seaboard. And this is the part where you said it reminded you of what? Pulp Fiction. It did. It kind of <laughs> has the same beat as when yeah. Travolta and uh, Uma Thurman danced. You're right. It, it does. Remember it just that? reminds me of that scene. Yeah, it, it does. It really does. Which I love Pulp Fiction too. So the way he the way he slangs his words, he goes. His next verse, he goes, "I got my diesel wound up and she's running like a never before. There's a speed zone ahead. Well, all right." I don't see a cop inside. Six days on the road, and I'm going to make it home tonight. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good um, lyrics. I like that. Um, I'm not I, saying I don't like the song. I just like the, uh, Johnny Cash kind of, and my normal music yeah. is neither one of them type, but I just, if I had to choose between the two, I just like Johnny Cash's better. I like I like David Dudley, but I like Johnny too. And you know what these two songs are a little different? They remind me of mm-hmm. Johnny. The song Johnny singing with all the places everywhere. Mm-hmm. That sounds like an OTR guy, a guy that is like just out there running coast to coast. He's he's hitting every city, man. He's delivered everywhere. In fact, he's, everything's a blur to him. Okay, but the the one Dudley's saying, he says six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it home tonight. That's a guy that's probably not going, you know what I mean, to Washington if he lived in Georgia, you know. So he's regional. Yeah, he's probably more, well, maybe not regional, maybe more like east of the Mississippi. You know what I mean? There's there's all kind of runs in trucking. You have your local guys, your your line hall guys, your, um, uh, whatchamacallit, your regional guys, southeast, northeast, midwest, all those guys. And then you have your over-the-road guys, but then you have... If if you if you look at a lot of companies, a lot of companies will say, "Well, we keep you east of the Mississippi or east of I thirty five. So that could be a guy that's really six days on the road and he's going to make it home tonight. So he's, I've got enough, man. Six days is enough. I think Johnny was out there for weeks at a time. Yeah, for some reason I remember that. Uh, I thought there was a lyric in that one that said that he was out for the last few weeks. On which one? Six days. That one, yeah. No, if he's, if, if, honey, if it says six days on the road and I'm going to make it home tonight, he couldn't be out a few weeks. I, that's why I probably never really got the song because I thought it said something else at one point and, <laughs> but you were singing songs like crazy constantly, so. Well, I would say that this one here, six days on the road and I'm going to make it, that's the song that I would recommend, but I would recommend Johnny Cash also. Now, we have one last song we wanted to talk about and I'm going to bring up the lyrics to this, and the guy doesn't really sing. If you, you've you've heard this song with me, mm-hmm. and it even starts off with that sad guitar, you know what I mean, like that old Tammy Wynette, you know, type of music. Okay, <laughs> um, it's called Teddy Bear, and I want to read the lyrics to you. Kind of, it's kind of bizarre if you think about it. Now, and I'll show you what I mean. Here's how it starts off. He says, "I was on the outskirts of a little southern town." trying to reach my destination before the sun went down. The old CB was a blaring away on channel 1-9 when there came a little boy's voice on the radio line. And he said, Breaker 1-9, is anyone there? Come on back, truckers, and talk to Teddy Bear. Well, I keyed up the mic and said, You got it, Teddy Bear. And a little boy's voice came back in on the air. Um... Now, let me just look and see how he says this. Yeah, I told him. Okay, he says, appreciate the break. Who we got on that end? I told him my handle, and then he began. Now, I'm not supposed to bother you fellows out, uh, out there. Mom says you're busy, and for me to stay off the air. So, it's kind of a friendly little conversation Teddy Bear starts. He's, he's on a base. He's on a CB base at home, and he's talking to the truckers, right? Mm-hmm. Everything sounds okay, you know, and uh, the trucker's talking to him. And, uh, but then he says this. He says, he's, after he says, Mom says, uh, I'm not supposed to bother you fellows out there. Mom says you're busy, and for me to stay off the air. Teddy Bear, stop bothering them truckers, right? Then he says, but you see, I get lonely. 
and it helps to talk because that's about all I can do. I'm crippled, and I can't walk. So, so now it draws you in, right? And it's sad. It's a sad thing. So you got this crippled little boy. He's talking to the truckers. And um, he's, uh, he drops the first bomb on, on uh, like you said last night. I don't think that his handle's ever said, the guy that's narrating. No. Okay. The singer. Right. The singer or talker, what do you want to call him? Um, so he's, he then says, he goes, uh, I came back and told him to fire up that mic and I'd talk to him as long as he liked. He says, now it's Teddy Bear's turn. He goes, this was my dad's radio, the little boy said, but I guess it's mine and mom's now because my daddy's dead. So, so now. Smackerel number two. I know. It's like, it's like, okay, let's really make the audience jerk out a tear out of the left eye, but let's hit him in the right eye with the next <laughs> verse. Okay. All right. I'm crippled and I can't walk. And, and my daddy's dead now. Exactly. First off, mom says, stop bothering you truckers. Second off, I'm a cripple. I can't walk. All I can do is talk. Please don't go away, trucker. Talk to me. And then he says, uh, well, the CB's mine and my mom's now because daddy's dead. Now, it gets worse. The, 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 he goes, here, let me read that part over. He goes, he goes, this was my dad's radio, the little boy said, but I guess it's mine and my mom's now because my daddy's dead. Then he goes and he says, dad had a wreck about a month ago. He was trying to get home in the blinding snow. So now it gets even worse. Daddy's trying to get home to the family, you know. He's out on the road. He's trying to make it back so he can see the fam. And what happens? He wrecks in the blinding snow. And gets killed. And now the poor little cripple boy gets the CB. And he gets to talk to the truckers and always be reminded of his daddy. Anyways, so the end of the end of the song, I'm not going to bore everybody with the entire song, because there's actually a lot of lyrics to this one. The end of the lyrics, the uh, guy that's narrating shows up to take Teddy Bear for a ride around the block. But guess what? There's about a million other truckers lined up for 15 city blocks. As soon as one would bring him back, the other one would grab him, and he'd go. Teddy Bear was happy, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, that's the end of this story. You um, know, CBs only last so many miles before they go away. <laughs> so this, this CB, they had the biggest band. <laughs> do you think it, well, he, well, first off, if, if Teddy Bear had a base, a base he was reaching. He can reach out there pretty good. And if you have like a really good, you know, CB radio, you can, you can get out 5 to 20 miles if you have, you know what I mean, a linear or something. But um, either way, either it's way. It's a song. It's, <laughs> it, it, that song, it's a, it's, a, it's a tearjerker song. It's like, I could just imagine this guy, what was his name, Red Savine, sitting down to write, write it. How can we really make everybody bawl their eyes out? All right, We need to touch the hearts of the chuckers. Yeah, let's make it a little boy. Little little teddy bear. Chuckers are humans, too. They have feelings. Yeah, and they love <laughs> teddy bear. <laughs> they all like teddy bear. Anyways, teddy bear is crippled. His daddy's dead. He, he, he'd really like a ride in a truck. Mama's yelling at him. Okay. Anyways, there's my three songs that I wanted to introduce to truckers. And I'm sure a lot of you truck drivers out there are going, we've heard those songs. And maybe you're going to pick it up, pick up the radio and or uh, pick up your phone and download those songs again and listen to them. But some of you new guys out there might not have heard of. Might uh, not have. I'm telling you that. But if, if you have heard them, tell us, what were you doing when you heard the first one? Yeah. And, and, and do us a favor, write in and suggest some songs. I'm going to try to suggest a few songs every week on the podcast for, you know, kind of, you know, keep up, keep that brotherhood of trucker, tr brotherhood of trucking going. And, um, you know, and so why not bring back some of the old songs right then? Well, tell us. I mean, we, there's, there's thousands of them out there. So we're going to keep trying to introduce different ones out there. Give us, give them at least three a week. But if there's ones that you already know of, some of your favorites, 
write them in. We can always add them. And just so you guys know, we're splicing this segment in and replacing the song. So you get a little bit of Troy singing for you. And I know you can write in and tell me how much that hurt your ears. But definitely write in and let us know. What is your favorite trucker song? Talk CDL wants to know. Send us some messages and maybe we'll announce your name with some trucker songs on there on the next podcast or two. Ruth Ann, thank you. And uh, you know what? We're just, just going to pick right up in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, I ain't going to say the words. We're not saying our closing words. <laughs> We're not going to close it out because <laughs> this is going in anyway. So back, back to the original. Moving on from the songs of the show, Ruth. Moving on. And if anybody's heard those songs, let us know. Well, just curious. I mean, I obviously old school truckers have heard them, and there's plenty of them out there. There's hundreds. Oh, there's, Johnny oh. Cash, they had to have heard it. Well, there's over a hundred trucking songs out there. And uh, quite frankly, uh, most, most of these guys have heard some of them, but... Anyways, my recommendation for songs are those three. Uh, again, it's Teddy Bear by Red Sovine, S-O-V-I-N-E. I've Been Everywhere by Johnny Cash and Six Days on the Road by Dave Dudley. Moving on, Ruth Ann. Moving on. So what do we got next? What do you got? Well, I have... You got something for us? I do, I do. Uh, well, aside from having the places to stay... Yes. I do want to say, I'm going to start with my other article first. Um, you're talking about Ken Worth. Well, Ken Worth is now doing their um, special edition for the heroes with the trucking. Right now, they're getting ready to do their um, eighth consecutive year where the Transition Trucking Top Award, where they get a driver that was in the military. And they took into they gone from the military, not specifically driving in the military, but from the military into the trucking industry, and they can be um, awarded this Kenworth T six eighty as a, a prize, and you can go on. I seen the article on Landline, but you also can see it on a couple other different. Um, so would you just fill out a registration? And well, yeah, you have to. You have to be. You have to go through the little nomination, and they're the not the they're accepted up to July thirty first. So you have basically the month of July to go in through it, and then the top ten semifinalists are scheduled to be announced on September first, and then the three finalists will be announced in Colum- um, in Columbus when they're doing their public voting, and that's not until the end of the month or the end of the year. So you want to make sure that the um, you can. Your nominations can be, you know, the, the companies can nominate the drivers or drivers can nominate it. So what's the nomination for again? Um, for getting a truck from Kenworth, a new Kenworth T680. And what you're getting is... No, no, no. I'm asking how, what's the qualifications to win it? You have to be, you have to be a driver that was in the military. Okay. Yeah, the and ex-military. You made, yeah. Made the transition to... The trucking. That's there's okay, not so much that you have to do. Y- you you have just to have, have to be able to be a. You, you just have to be a vet. So your DD two fourteen has to say probably driver on it, from the from the military because that's usually what proves. See when a company asks for the DD two fourteen, um, some companies actually credit military trucking. Not a, I'd say ninety five percent don't, but the ones that do, the way they prove it is through the DD uh, two fourteen. Now you, I don't, I don't believe that you have to be a vet, you know, like any vet, you don't have to be a driver that was in the military. Oh, I thought you said you had to go from no, military to yeah, you civilian have to trucking. Be a, you don't have to have been a driver in there. The qualifications to qualify, you must be a legal residence of the continental U.S., a military veteran, or current former member of the National Guard or Reserve. Uh, okay. You don't have to actually have driven in the military. Okay, so you just have to have been in the military. Right. Okay, I apologize. Okay, cool. Graduated from a professional truck driving institute certified with the um, the uh, National Association of Publicly Funded Truck Driving Schools or a Commercial Vehicle Training Association member. Um, and then you have to be employed by any for-hire carrier or private fleet that has pledged to hire veterans and hired as a CDL driver after, excuse me, January 1st of 2022. Okay. That sounds, and in fact, there's a lot of 
truckers that were ex-military. And there's actually some truckers I've met that are really still in the military. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're National Guard. and That's why they'll take you right. as, as a yeah. part of the reserve still. Um, it's called Hiring Our Heroes, and it's partners with Fastport Ken and Kenworth with the um, U.S. Chambers of Commerce. So go in and check it out. And so, again, they can apply on landline, and where else can they apply? Well, this is... This is the article I seen was on landline. You to apply, you have to um, let's see, you have to be able to submit your information to them to be able to um, be nominated. So, for more information, um, you go to transition transition trucking, Fastport, or hiring our heroes websites. Okay, and just so I know, because I'm half paying attention right now while I'm doing something over here, the a truck driver cannot just apply; he has to be nominated by his company or somebody. Is that what he you're has saying? to be nominated? So, like other 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 people that he works with can nominate him. Even um, another trucker? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, you just have to be able to be nominated by. Yeah, driver, driver nominations can come from small, mid, and large size fleets, organizations, or CDL schools. Um, one okay. of the last people that have been that the winner was nominated from her school. Okay, so like their wives and stuff can't nominate them. It no. has to come from an organization in trucking. Okay, perfect. That sounds like a really cool um, opportunity. And they're only giving they're giving one Kenworth T six eighty away. As far as I know, yes, it's that, only man, one. Man, can you imagine? I'm serious. Now I've seen other people, but imagine the the phone call. Hey, you just won a 2000. What is that? 24. They're probably going to get a 24. You just won a brand new 2024 Kenworth T680. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is super awesome, man. Yeah, it's 76 inch, but I mean, it's it's definitely a nice, nice truck. I mean, they're they they're hoping their goal is to reach 100 nominations. So. Wow, this they're hoping a- to get 100 nominations. Mm-hmm. I sure hope they're going to get more than that. My gosh, there's more than 100 drivers that are worthy of that. But I guess if you only had 100, you'd have one in 100 chance of winning versus the freaking lottery when there's like 10 billion people playing right. it. So Yeah, yeah. their, their goal cool. is to receive 100. And um, as far as the when they find out they won, it would be on December 15th. So they have all year that they have to to go through this. And um, like I said, they they only could do to the 31st, but then they announce it and they go through the finalist category. So they go from 100 down to, um, you know, 10 and then down to one. Okay. All right. That was awesome. Little article. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So what about these weird sites that you've come up with this week, starting with the state of Arizona. Arizona. Okay, so in Green Valley, Arizona, there is a museum called the Titan Missile Museum. What's What city is that in? Green Valley. Uh, Green Valley, Arizona. Right. Green Valley, Arizona. Um, I have the address of 1580 West of All Mine Road in Green Valley, Arizona. They even give actual like longitude and latitude which is pretty funny mm-hmm. but anyways it's the only meg- megaton missile silo from the cold war that is open to the public so if you're a person that's very interested in seeing missiles or um, memorabilia type of stuff from that type of era this would be a perfect place to go and see i'm wondering if it's like the Minutemen. like you say missile silo they're usually underground well, and there's usually like this gigantic concrete platform that moves away when they're ready to launch. It is located in the Arizona desert. Yeah. A bleak setting that feels appropriate for a nuclear missile silo and was the largest nuclear missile silo in the continental U.S. until it was decommissioned in 1982 by Ronald Reagan. Wow. So there you go, truckers. Green Valley, Arizona. Check out the... What is it called? The Titan Missile Museum. Museum. Titan right? Missile Museum, where you can walk through and you can actually see wow. what's going on down there. All right. What, what else you got? You got any more Arizona stuff? I do. What do you got? I have the Verde Canyon Railroad in Clarkdale, Arizona. Verde with a V? As yeah. in Victor? V-E-R-D-E. Okay. Canyon Railroad. 
It's in Clarkdale, Arizona. And what this is, is it's an excursion train that traverses, traverses, traverses a picturesque red rock canyon along the river. So you're actually traveling in this, the train going um, along the mountainside where vehicles can't really all go to to see the Red Rock Canyons. Oh, cool. So if you're a trucker and you're laid over in either Green Valley, Arizona, or what's this other one, Red Rock Canyons? Uh, it's in Clarkdale, Arizona. Clark, Clarkdale or Clarksdale? Clark. Clarkdale, Arizona. You know, I would if I was trucking and I was laid over near that one, I'd want to do that one. I love train rides. That's really cool. Especially, like you said, there. this is a, a ride where roads are not. So when you get out there in the canyons and everything that mm-hmm. would be pretty freaking cool just riding along you know almost like the old west you know i actually thought you know when we finally do our little trips over that way this is one of the places i'd like to go see definitely yeah. so if any and again we we really want any of you drivers that actually do stop at one of these places we recommend to check out like the big ball of yarn um get a <laughs> selfie we want selfies send us some selfies and let us see that you actually you guys actually made it to these sites. Ruthann, are we moving on to um, Arkansas or you still have more Arizona? We could do Arkansas now. Sure. What do you got? Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge. Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge. Right. Now, Arkansas doesn't have a whole lot of stuff, but I will tell you one of the things that I did see is Arkansas, Johnny Cash, that's where he's from. Johnny Cash. Yeah. We just listened to Johnny Cash. I know. That's what made me think that was pretty funny that it was... Yeah. He actually has... They have a house... Um, there was a program that was developed, and the government was giving houses to these people to help. I think it was for, like, um, agricultural purposes, and they started it, and Johnny Cash's house is one of them. So if you want to... If you're a Johnny Cash fan, which you probably already do know this, that in Arkansas... He has a house there that is hometown house. But the Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge is in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. It's a mountaintop refuge that rehabilitates tigers, lions, bears, and more from illicit wildlife trade and offers overnight lodging. So you can actually go check out this place, walk around looking at they have, of course, the tiger. It's 460 acres, by the way. They can do a selfie with a tiger. They could do tigers, lions, bears, um, oh bobcats, servals, which they're um, they're like a bobcat. They're like a, they're they're like a wildcat. Um, hyenas and other hybrid species like the ligers, the the tions and. Just tons of different different animals like that, and um, so if you're a trucker in Arkansas, laid over, and you want to see something weird and different, Ruth, and what was the town again in Arkansas? It's Eureka Springs. Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Stop in there. Um, I, again, we don't know if there's truck parking with all these events. Some of them will have it. Some of them you may have to just grab a hotel or or leave your truck at a truck stop and Uber on over there and check it out. Does does it give a price to get in or anything or not? Um, th- I don't. It doesn't show what the price is for this one as far as any of. It's the probably not much if you're no. just going in to see a couple of animals, you know. So, anyways, what else you got? I have. Last but not least, Fall Creek. Falls Creek Falls, Arkansas. Fall Creek Falls, Arkansas. Yeah, it's it's in Magnet Cove, Arkansas, but it is one of the most popular swimming holes in the state. And this one here, of course, is free to visit. And it's... Um, oh, is it like a basin, like a place they go? You said there's a falls there? Yeah, it's it's there's a waterfalls there. And it's got like the uh, uh, really crystal clear swimming hole that they go into. And there's a ton of different waterfalls that I've noticed that were in Arkansas, um, of course. And then you also have like the different hot springs and different that, that are in the areas between Arkansas and, of course. What was that movie made in Arkansas with um, um, <laughs> the dude, uh, Jason Baten, Bateman? What was that, that series? That uh, it was. Uh, oh, he's a real estate guy. No, he was like a, a money launderer for truck dealers. What yeah, was, but he was. But he was. What was, was that real estate, I can't it? even think of the, mo- the the name of the show. I don't remember. You don't remember? No, because I didn't really watch it. You did. Yeah, 
Um, that's crazy that I can't remember that. Now, there is um, the falls do get more dramatic, it says, during the rainy seasons or high, high rains. So if you want to see it when it's more gusty, I don't know what you would call that more. Well, it's it, the truckers. Are, see, the one thing about everything that we're showing these truckers, Ruthann, it's really by chance when they're coming through. If they're laid over by chance in that area, if, if that's where they're at their 10-hour break and they can get to that site i don't think they're going to go out of their way to get to it so well this the 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 falls are only 12 feet high this one yeah that's so it's not they're not huge but it says a short drive from the hustle and bustle of bathhouse row lake catherine state park is home to the plethora of natural beauty the crown jewel of the park is falls creek falls and they can swim in it Mm -hmm. see that's what see if i was out trucking as i always told people before if you're out trucking don't don't be a, a bump on a stump. You know what I mean? Take your fishing rod. I'm serious. And if you know there's a place, if you like to fish, take a rod, a breakdown rod. And, and when you're in certain areas, you know, go cast in, man. Hi, do a little hiking. Take some hiking shoes. You know, um, and, and, and again, like Ruthann just said, make sure you have your bathing suit and a towel with you. You know, in this hot, in this hot summer, if you guys are laid over by chance, Within an Uber's drive or maybe uh, truck parking itself, check and see. You know, why not go take a dip in the water? You know, what the heck? You will have fun. Yeah, awesome. Um, Is that all you got? That's what I got. All right. Well, moving on. How about the word of the day? Word of the day. Trolletitious. Trolletitious. So trolletitious, Ruthann. Yes. It means metaphorical. Passed down, transmitted from one to another. Metaphorical. Passed down. Mm-hmm. So it's trellitious. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, Ruthann, we are out of here this week. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. <laughs>